It's Saturday. It's 7 a.m. This is ABQ Central with your hosts, Fred Slow and Van Nunley. All right, all right, all right, fire them up. And it starts right now on The Sports Animal. Good morning, Albuquerque. We're not late. We're on New Mexico time. We're on New Mexico time. I'm not late. Are you late? No, we're not late. We were here on time. We were here on time. That's how the program, we were waiting for the bell to ring. Just like sure. everyone in Rio Rancho is going to be waiting tonight for that big UFC bout. Bing, bing, bing. It's going to be a big old deal over there. More to come on that when it's ready to come. I am Fred Slow, alongside me, my partner in crime, my very best friend in all of talk radio, Van Nunley. Good morning, Van. How are you? And real life, too. Excuse you. How dare you? You are my real life. You are. You know, in... Uh, Some might say the only. In Peter Pan, when they... When do you have? She says, you got to think your happy thought. Sure. You're my happy thought, Van. Aw. Yeah. Isn't that something? That's sure. something? Now, here's the thing. Mike's not here! Where's Mike? Mike's not here. Well, I uh, am here. Oh, there you oh, are. Gosh, but okay. I have to go somewhere else in oh, an no. hour. So oh. I'm just making sure that Connor knows what you guys have and what you guys do during the 7 This is going to be a runaway train, yeah. Vital. Connor's... You sure you're going to leave leave well, him the yeah. keys to the Porsche? Oh, well, we'll try. And yeah, he'll... Uh, He'll put the brakes on if he has to now, That's, so ooh. it should be nice. And uh, nah. the, a little Daytona joke kinda there. Like, kind of like an Astros thing here going on. You know, we don't want to cheat oh, out the process. Is that really. true? Connor, did you Who's take there? the MVP from Judge in 17? Did you do that, you cheater? We'll find out from him the next hour. It's an Altuve <laughs> joke. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So we're excited for Connor to be. He's making his uh, return. We thought he was a one-and-dunner, but he's Welcome not. Welcome back, Connor. Uh, hard to see today, Connor. We're going to take a picture with him. He... Uh, yeah. Waldo-esque. Where is Connor? Hmm. He's got that hmm. certain look about him today. It's going to be a good program. Maybe we got Megan Pitting on. Megan Pitting is going to be our MMA analysis. We're going to break down the John Jones fight from last week. I'm excited about we're, that. We're going to break down some of the UFC stuff today. So we're going to tell her story. We're going to talk about what's going on in the in the world of uh, mixed martial arts. Fred, you're new here. In life? Yeah. Well, yeah. Sure. Albuquerque's a big MMA city. We're big uh, UFC people here. Keep going. No, that's it. Okay. No, yeah, that's it. Just no. wanted to tell you that. How's your Valentine's, big dog? You make a lucky guy very happy? I did make a, a lucky guy very happy because you were there. Oh, you and I went out last Thursday night to a really nice event over at the Santa Ana Star Center. Yeah. We were special guests there at the facility. Um, thought it was a networking and like a little socialization. It was not. Sure. It was a full-on couples evening. I thought we were going to meet some uh, local movers and shakers. That's what I thought. Upper echelon humans, as we are, and what the San Diego Star Center has done, and apparently they've done like monthly for the last like like three or four months, which was unbeknownst to your boy. Nope, is they set up these like wine pairings with St. Clair Winery. Sure, who great people we're gonna have on the program. Right, they were about the nicest people you could have ever possibly peopled with. It's unfair how good they are. Unfair. So they partner with them. And they create these uh, entrees that that kiss off wine. Right. So then I had too much wine and some entrees. Sure. And uh, just went along with whatever cockamamie story you were telling people about how we met. Yeah, I did less eating than I did drinking. You're a vegetarian by trade. Yeah, uh, yeah, most days of the week, most days of the year. Yes, I am, sir. Saw you sample the lamb, though, didn't I? I did. I had some nibbles. I had some nibbles of the uh, 
the flesh. The whole thing was banger. So uh, you know what we're going to do before the end of the program? We're going to find that stuff because you anyone can go to this. Yeah. So we're going to get the information on because I, I didn't let's think to bring it up. put it up on the, the old website. Oh, you're talking about at TalkABQ. Everything is TalkABQ or TalkABQ.com. That's where you can get the program, our bios, everything that's going on in our world and our lives. Um, but if you can't if you can't wait, you got to talk to us right now. Two four six zero six ten. We got the phone lines open. Let's say you're not here. Let's say you're not a town listener van. Okay. Eight 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 nine two two zero six ten. So we're gonna have a good little program today. Uh, Daytona five hundred is going on. No, is that this weekend? I think it is, isn't it? Oh, I had a busy week. I slept on that. Vital, is that this weekend? The Daytona five hundred. I think it's the last week of February. Oh, okay. Well, it's oh, always the last week of February. Okay. Yeah. I'm thinking of the All-Star game. The All-Star game is today. The Daytona 500 is tomorrow at 1230. So there you go. I had it right. It's absolutely tomorrow. City of Albuquerque, loyal listener, have you ever went out with your best friend <laughs> and ended up on a pseudo-gay Valentine's Day date? That is what you told people. Call us up and tell us the story, because that happened to us two days ago. Uh, Les, uh, what happened? We went to a dinner, Vital, and we were the only two-dude couple there. Yeah. And then Van Nunley told everyone who was in the earshot how we met on a certain dating app. It's called Grinder, Fred. It's called Grinder, Vital. Oh. And explained to them... How we became fast lovers. It was exactly two years ago to the day. He said. That we met on the dating app grinder. <sighs> One day before Valentine's Day. The rest you, is history. You could have said you met each other on a cruise ship. That would make it a little more drama. Well, we're in the desert here, Vital. Yeah, I mean, let's no, be. There's nothing wrong with On my Tinder profile. ship on the Rio Grande. Strike. Or on my grinder profile, I put I was a dolphin trainer. No one even questioned it. I live in a desert. Like, people were like, they, it wasn't even that weird to them. It was just. Photoshop pictures of me with a dolphin. It's okay, okay. That's really easy to do. I guess that makes sense. These days. Deserton. Looks like Ricky Stenhouse Jr. has a chance to be uh, the number one in NASCAR again. Uh, coming up. I, I know nothing about NASCAR. I grew up in the Midwest. I grew up with a a family that loves it, but shoot. If I, if I couldn't tell you a single thing about this. Fred, I think I'm allergic to really good-looking MMA fighters because I keep sneezing. Megan Painting is going to be joining us. In just five short minutes, so we're excited about that. Tony Stewart killed a guy? Is that still relevant? Really? <laughs> not relevant. Again? No. Oh, no. Just, the, just the one. He killed the one. Oh, just the one. Yeah. Oh, okay. On a dirt track in middle Missouri. I don't know if that second part is true. <laughs> that doesn't matter. <laughs> we can he, say anything we want, right? Could well, say. almost anything we want. That's what the Astros are doing now. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Major League Baseball has said, well, we're actually not going to let you cancel spring training. We're going to make you go through it. Yeah. And this hey, we're going to bombard you with questions every day. Seven of their first ten games or something are on the road, all at divisional oh, opponents this God. year. Bring your trash cans, y'all. It's going to be a thing. I will put them on Sunday night baseball every week. I will put them on Wednesday night baseball. I'm so I will, excited for I will this season. create Tuesday night baseball if it doesn't exist. Uh-huh. I, will, I want them in front of the masses i need them to be hated um worse than the film cats fred i was wondering why it's so dark in here you still have your sunglasses and i just realized i still have my sunglasses on we're 10 minutes into the program okay here we go and really we're good morning we're seven minutes in the program because we weren't late today we were not late we were on time there's only so much parking here at the studio yeah that's yeah that's a bigger issue than we make it out to be City of Albuquerque, let's sit down and have a talk about this. 
I've been enjoying the city of Albuquerque lately. I have not been enjoying it as much as I joined the XFL last week. Did you watch any of those games? Uh, no, but I did read about it, and I watched some clips on the interwebs. Some, I'm, I'm a big fan of the uh, extra points. Yeah, it was kind of fun, right? A lot of fun. Yeah, I'm into it. It's going to make the Super Bowl squares yeah. a lot far more interesting. You know what I want to see? Ooh, what do you want to see? I want to see all the rule changes the NFL counteracts with. Cause okay. Because they're, they're going to adopt some things from the XFL. This kickoff thing was good. I like it. I liked it. I like it. Every kickoff was a play. Yeah. Sure. As opposed to. It should be. And let's be fair. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Some of these kickers probably can't kick it out the end zone. Aww. I mean, are we being. Because they just find these dudes off the street like two weeks ago? That's how I see it. Yeah. Austin Prohl caught a couple touchdown passes. Let me tell you why that's important to me. Because I grew up watching the greatest show on earth, the one Ricky Prohl. You mean greatest show on turf. What did I say? You said earth. Well, that's a Freudian slip. That's okay. Just like when AEW this past week uh, granted their first transgender female champion and broadcaster JR said, the king of the mountain. Oh, no. Did uh, that really happen? Yeah, why did he do that? That's brilliant. I missed out on that one. You got to use your proper, it's a. Yeah. It's a. It's a they thing. It's a, Well, I think it's I think queen. It's a, a, a Z. Is it a Z or a Za or something like that? We also learned just recently that we could start our own XFL franchise for like 800 bucks. Well, so, that's soccer. Oh, that was soccer. That's, that's soccer. I'm thinking about it. So, Friend of the show, Andres Trujillo, owner-operator of the New Mexico Runners, and uh, our date buddy. He's not the date with him. Brought his beautiful date, wife. On our, on our Valentine's date night. Those poor two. They're, how bad do your cheeks hurt after you spend an evening of intimate dining with you and I? <laughs> oh, my God. And we promise we're not gay setting. When we get back, Megan Pinning. Not that there's anything wrong with No! How have you enjoyed your Valentine's? We'll ask, we'll ask Megan what she did last night. Maybe there's a special guy or gal in her life. You listen to ABQ Central on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Ding, ding. Get ready, Rio Rancho. We're talking mixed martial arts. We're talking the ultimate fighting. Joining us is one Megan Pinning. Megan, at Megan Pinning on, what, everything, right? At Megan Pinning? Yeah, you're going to have to spell that for people, though. It's, like, ridiculous. <laughs> it's spelled the wrong way. M-E-A-G-H-A-N Pinning. Ooh, silent H. I like it. Megan. And silent A. <laughs> oh. A lot of silent letters. There you go. So it's it's me, Ag, Han, Pinning, that's everywhere. Megan, a uh, strawweight little MMA thing yourself. You are you're joining the program to to talk UFC and, and why it's important. What's cool about it? But first, let's uh, talk a little bit about you. Talk a little bit about your story, uh, Megan. Congratulations on being I, I don't know what like a buck ten. I don't know what a strawweight is. How much do they weigh? <laughs> Strawweights are one fifteen division. Oh, well, I didn't mean to insult you there. <laughs> Tell us the story. Five pounds. I'm going to take it. <laughs> Tell us your story a little bit. You uh, how'd you get into uh, throwing fist? How'd you decide that you loved it? And uh, and and where has it taken you? So I'm originally from Michigan. I moved here to Albuquerque maybe a year and a half ago. The D? Yeah. Well, not really. Uh, I'm from West Michigan. I'm like the super white Michigander. Um, I'm actually half Asian, but <laughs> uh, as far as like where I'm from. So I moved here about a year and a half ago because I wanted to improve my MMA skills. Um, that's the goal is to make it my career. I'm still amateur right now, hopefully going pro in the next one to two years. Uh, I moved here specifically to train at a gym called Fit NHB because I saw um, 
who's now uh, a friend of mine, Nico Montano, on The Ultimate Fighter. Wait, um, I know who that is. Oh, okay. okay. He, she beat up one of the girls <laughs> that's fighting tonight. Yes. We'll talk about that in a little bit. So, saw her on Ultimate Fighter, really liked her fighting style, a lot of the things I needed to work on, good striking, wrestling, defense. So I moved down here, thought I'd try it out for a month, and uh, I'm still here a year and a half later, um, three car break-ins later. Yeah, 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 <laughs> oh. try it out. Yeah, hey, you want to you get in the ring? You want to yeah, get in the yeah, Albuquerque, try it out. Yeah, I'm going to get around the ring a little bit. We'll just roll around and see what happens there. There you go. <laughs> so you came to town, and you, uh, you fell in love with the city and, and more in love with the sport, and you've been here for how long? Uh, about a year and a half, October of last year. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. So uh, since being here, in, so you came to Albuquerque and haven't fought how many times? Um, I came to Albuquerque 2-0. and uh, Literally came here like from a fight. Like right after I won like an awesome victory. Where was that at? Last minute. That was in Iowa. Okay. Uh, where was it in Iowa? Be- Sloan. Sloan, Iowa. Be- that's, that's funny. I came here to the studio this morning from a fight. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's Albuquerque. <laughs> Yesterday was Valentine's Day. Ah, uh, yeah. oh, uh-huh. and she said, "She said it's not that important of a holiday to me." Which, as we all know, so it's a, a it's a not you, it's me thing. Oh, yeah, classic. <laughs> what they all say. Classic trap. I hate Valentine's Day. We'll close the program with that. So hey, how dare you? After our date, you still hate Valentine's oh, Day? Oh gosh, this is. Well, here's the, here's the reason you and I went because I called Megan and she said, "Sorry, oh, we're not those type of friends." Oh no! I was at a burlesque show. So, so says oh, the that's world. Way better than what we did. <laughs> and for the listener, I, I had a feeling. I did not call Megan. I can't handle that kind of rejection. <laughs> so as uh, so, you come here two and zero from Iowa, and the only thing I know about Iowa is it's BYOB at Adult Entertainment. So. So, okay. so you get here. I don't know that. I promise, I do know. So you, <laughs> so you get here to town, and you're like, you're like, well, I'm gonna take on the world, and you literally did. You went across the world. Uh, yes, uh, in October. So a year after I moved here, I went and fought in China, in Beijing, and it was super, super cool because last you look like everyone. <laughs> no, that's. Oh. I really don't. I look nothing like them. Oh, well, I think they half are of, all looking at me everyone. like, yeah, yeah. yeah no. <laughs> uh, so it was super cool because one of the guys on the card that I was fighting on, um, Chaos Williams, he is from Michigan also, from Detroit Flint area. Like I knew him when I was in the MMA scene there. And he just was on the UFC John Jones card last weekend. Um, he had a devastating knockout in China within like 20 seconds. Ooh. And he had a devastating knockout in the UFC in about 20 seconds. And it was his Ooh. UFC UFC debut. So that's my cool connector story between china and here but yeah i beat up that girl it was pretty cool it's pretty fun so. you have to remember her name or is she just done to you i don't think <laughs> oh no you can't can't oh, use that one that sorry. one gets edited out so now we take a big breathe we take a big breathe and we come back oops hey we're good we're back on the program so <laughs> so yeah that's not the oh best God. one. That's an FCC or so we're gonna. In all ma- fairness, you did not tell me. Yeah, that. Well, <laughs> and I'm a fighter. Yeah. That was talk radio. Cruel. So shoot, yes. you don't remember her name, no. but as you don't, that's okay because she she. So you got a big trophy. You got a big award. How did that work? Got a big trophy. Got a big award. Um, yeah, her name is super Chinese. Uh, I can look it up after, but yeah, <laughs> no, not important. I can't. Um, no. So the the trophy's on display at the gym. Uh, it was a three rounds uh, decision win. My game is very much like ground and pound. So I take you down as fast as I can after I pretend to strike with you, and then usually I just beat you up on the ground for like 
well, ideally until the ref calls it, but he would not call it this time. And uh, she would not give up. So props to her. It was a cool fight. And I love fighting. It was like really fun going across the world. Glad I'm not going right now to China. <laughs> Glad it was like no, this quite a few months time. ago. Yeah. yeah. Not great no. for your physical but health. Hopefully that improves because I've got like a 10 year visa out of this. So like hopefully I can fight there again. Oh, it's sweet. Better. <laughs> Gates closing on China right now. Um, so I've never, I've never UFC, I've never MMA'd anyone. Is it, is it as easy as it looks on TV? Like I could just go in there, like I, as, as a naysayer could go in there and just, and basically beat up anyone just from what I see on TV, right? That's what everyone at the Buffalo Wild Wings tells me. I mean, Fred, you're not from Albuquerque. Everyone in Albuquerque can apparently fight. Like literally yes, everyone, every careful. single person here, if you talk to anybody, like they, they can all fight. You know, I haven't tested the theory. I'm not gonna. No, for real though, people like actually think they can fight and they actually can't. Like go learn some skills before you say you can fight. Like a lot of people seem to think that it's just like a natural thing and it's really not like <laughs> maybe, maybe it is for some people. It was not for me. It's definitely been like a long road to even feel like I'm like getting to that level you know fit nhb mixed martial arts it's located where there's who can be involved in it if i if i want to go and learn a little bit about the mat and tumbling and, and that kind of life is it is it only invitation only is it anyone can come in how does it work yeah so anyone can come in and my gym's actually doing a one-week free trial i think right now for the next few months so come check it out 1010 candelaria that's right by uh right between 4th and 12th on candelaria right by the john brooks there so um, huge new space. We just moved there in August. Um, boxing, wrestling, jiu-jitsu, um, gi and no-gi, um, Muay Thai. So, yeah, come check it out if you are interested in training with me. Oh, how super cool. And that's, you'll throw someone around. It's, like, it's just like that. Anyone who comes in and signs the waiver. So uh, from 530 to 630, I'm in competitor's class. That's invitation only. But mm -hmm. they have a boxing class at the same time you can hop into if you're, like, brand new. If you are a competitor, like, uh, as long as you have the conversation, you got a mouth guard, you know, they're like, all right, you're good. Come like fight some people that we train. <laughs> what is the muse on this for you though? Like as, as a kid, you didn't grow up and think, Hey, I'm, I'm ready just to beat everyone up that I see. So what was like, what was your reasoning for jumping into it? What was that excitement in your life? So no one in my family fights, no one I knew fought. Like the closest thing I had to someone who fought was like this guy I dated. His brother was like, I'm going to go be an MMA fighter. And he was training with this like random dude that like didn't own a gym and was just like, I'm going to train you to box. Like that's like the MMA exposure I've had. It's like super like, you know, I'd never seen UFC, nothing. And uh, initially I was, so I was traveling all over the world. Um, at the time I was with my best friend, Hainite Tuitupo, who's also an MMA fighter now. She's 4-0. Um, and her and I, we were in Europe and we were traveling to like small girls. She's a 105er, I'm a 115er. At the time we were a little bigger. We were traveling in Europe and we were just like, man, like we should really know how to fight. That'd be really useful. And we specifically like knew this girl who already fought. She was tall. She was sexy. We were like, we need to go back and be like kickboxing robots. Like this girl, it's going to be awesome. I cleaned up that story a little bit. But um, when I came back to the States, uh, my brother, who's four years younger than me, he wanted to try out Muay Thai, figured we could do it together. He ended up breaking his leg within the first six months, like both bones in his uh -huh. leg and like never came back. So we couldn't do it together anymore but i still love it um i've broken an ankle since then i've you know had some minor injuries but i still love it and like it actually made me even more crazy about it so still here at megan pinning on everything uh instagram though is kind of the key one you got a trillion followers because 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 you have a thousand posts so that's, oh yeah definitely a trillion followers. yeah and it's all it's all basically mma stuff from what i'm looking at here uh but according to your bio five and one 
What happened there? One. Uh-oh. <laughs> so I fought a really tough opponent back in August uh, named Hannah Scoggins. She's married to a UFC fighter, uh, Justin Scoggins. Hmm. And taking the fight. Do you have to fight um, both of them at once? Great question. What's the <laughs> oh, yeah. That's why I lost. Video game rules? Yes. Video game rules. No. So uh, I flew out there to fight in her hometown. Um and I, when we took the fight, my, my gym was pretty much like, look, like this girl, she's got about five years of experience on you, but like we think it's a great fight for you, um, good growth opportunity, and if you beat her, you're probably ready to go pro, so like we can have a new conversation if that happens. If not, like we have new things to work on, you know, you're amateur, as long as it's not going to like mentally crush you to like risk losing, then like you should take this fight, and um, so we did, and honestly like the most growth I've ever had like my wrestling leveled up a whole other level and everything that I was supposed to do I did in this fight <laughs> so it starts out it's a very short fight so I'll recap it here she hits me square in the nose like lip area and I've never had a broken nose before I have a super Asian wide nose and like it doesn't break easily it's great for MMA like don't fight if you've got like one of those long white people noses so it this like guy right here. Totally so you're broke. looking at yeah. Yeah. <laughs> very guys. breakable nose. Yeah. yeah neither of you guys should fight anybody like or just don't get hit so broke my nose my nose is bleeding I get her up against the cage beautiful double leg takedown like textbook exactly how it's supposed to be i was so proud of myself get to the mat and like jits is my thing that's what i came here uh, already having a really strong basin from michigan so i thought like on the ground we don't even need to practice that like i got stuff and oh megan you're telling us hey when we get back we're gonna clean this one up with megan and we're gonna tell you why it's okay to bounce back from setbacks you're listening to abq central 95.9 fm and am 610 the sports animal Thank you, Connor. Good to have you. You're doing great so far. So, Megan, after she beat you up, you fell, you fell more in love with the sport? So she did not beat me up. <laughs> she armbarred me, oh. almost broke my arm, but that's Ugh. not beating someone up. That's Ugh. almost breaking their arm. And I had, like, 15 seconds left. I heard my coach say, like, 15 seconds left. In my head, I'm like, do I tap to this, or do I, like, let the arm break and go the second round? Like, oh. I know a lot of fighters do that. Like, I'm a baller. I can do that, you know, but... Uh, Imagine no. those decisions. Should I wait 15 seconds or let her break my arm? Uh, yeah, so I, I thought about it, and I'm like, I'm amateur still. This is an amateur fight. Like, I'm better off being healthy and being able to continue to train. I should tap. <laughs> but in the video, a lot of people thought I broke my arm. I was getting crazy messages. Because, like, when I think about other Asian female fighters I've seen fight, I've never once seen them tap to an arm bar. And I think it's because we have really short arms and we're very <laughs> flexible. Like, it, it, it's true. Like, it's it really is like a body type type of thing. And so, I but I'm half half white and I think my arm got pretty extended there and Hannah has great jits um, props to her like it was a great arm bar so lost that fight but it was it was really good it didn't hurt my ego too bad um, my next fight was in China and that was like a good turnaround there so so we'll take a photo with you before we leave and we'll put that on at TalkABQ everyone will see your size you're just a little thing you're like a little <laughs> single serving thing just you little... two next to each other unacceptable it's brilliant yeah. I love it so much <laughs> juxtaposition yeah Speaking of, we're pivoting from uh, what, in my opinion, was a weird little UFC last week. UFC 247 is Albuquerque's own. John Jones took on Dominic Reyes in the main. First, yeah, and the finish there was was a little something. But but we have the big one tonight. So before we go to the big one tonight, 
Megan, John Jones, Dominic Reyes, you you watched it in its entirety. You probably watched it with some industry folks. What was what was kind of consensus on that? Did did he get that big W that everyone said he got uh, unanimously, or do you think it was a little something else? So we all definitely felt that uh, Reyes won that fight. Um, but I totally get why they gave the decision to Jones. So basically, the whole consensus with this and. For um, listeners who don't know a whole lot about MMA judging, the final thing that they score on, it's like the last thing they look at, is your cage control. John's, Jones did hold the cage control for the entire fight, um, but Reyes, as far as like outstruck him the first three rounds, and MMA is supposed to be about who takes the majority of the rounds. Uh, he took Reyes down maybe once or twice, but immediately Reyes got back up. There was no damage done on the ground. So in my opinion, those takedowns shouldn't really count. And I think that they did on the scoring card, like must have counted them a little bit. Um, honestly, I wish that fight had gone no contest. But the main reason why I think he won is he's been the champion for 10 years. Like if you are going to go beat the champion of 10 years, you have to really, really beat him. Like sure. you can't just like sort of beat him or almost beat him. And I think the main factor with him gassing in the last two rounds made it look like, okay, Okay, if this were a street fight, like, well, John Jones would have outlasted him, so he probably would have won the fight. So I think that that's, you know, as a fighter, they tell us, um, as you become a more experienced fighter, you never want to show that you're tired. You always want to look like you're continuing to throw. And I think Reyes looked tired enough in the last two rounds that the judges counted it against him. So that's my opinion on that one. I really, really liked the female fight before that. <laughs> are, we, are we talking about that Yeah, one? absolutely. So... Shevchenko and Chukagan, like when I heard that matchup, I was like, why is this fight even happening? But obviously it's happening because Chukagan is the number one contender for that division. But that's because there's just no one in the flyweight division yet that can really touch Valentina. Like Valentina has been an MMA her whole life. She's just like phenomenal. Um, But it was a really fun fight to watch. So when I saw it, I'm like, this is going to be ridiculous. It's going to be over super quick. It was. It was over in the second round. But it was like a really, really fun fight to watch. Chukagan was game. She didn't back up. She wasn't, you know, she was definitely trying to challenge for that title. But Shevchenko's just on a whole other level fight IQ wise. And um, she's very, very, very technical. And it was a really cool fight to watch as a fan. It seems like the Russian fighters are a different breed. It's almost like like Chinese gymnasts, like they're just Russian. cut from a different cloth. I think she's. I don't think she's Russian, they're but neighbors. yes, I do agree neighbors. with that. Yes, definitely yeah. a neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, the Russian just, fighters are very like it is. It's. I don't know if it's, it's the mentality. I think it's the mentality a little bit, the technique a little bit. They've got great wrestling um, in Russia, so it's. I think it's a lot of factors. But yeah, you right now in the UFC, the division is chock full of them, and they're all just like scary people to get matched up I, I know her to be ukrainian i've i've interviewed her before actually okay. yeah. yeah so i had her on the ukrainian. program okay. yeah years ago i met her and she's uh not as big as you think she is she's just like uh a, a, l- a little thing or whatever but like she yeah so fred after yeah, rocky three like every villain is russian to me from now on yeah well but i think she's like a part a russian too she's like there's like a mix in it so sure. she's like ukrainian but it's not important right. the point is like whenever i interviewed her she uh I think maybe she had had like one loss and a bunch of wins, and and she was maybe the next up and comer. But like looking at her from a distance, I was like, oh, that's not the next one. That's like that never because mm. that week I had interviewed like some really interesting people. I met like uh, I had like Amanda Nunez on the program. I was like, I was like, well, there's just a different energy here. But I'd say something has happened in this girl's career arc where where she's just not afraid to just uh, just break arms or beat people up or right. take them to the ground. Because and I think you said it was I thought it was maybe like a minute into the third last week, but she. Uh, yeah, she just kind of handled that guy, which I think sets up the UFC for a really tough spot. Because who can you put at her next? Like, who's the next 
something because I don't know if I see it. <laughs> so I have so many opinions on that one. <laughs> but here's my favorite fight for Shevchenko next is um, Wei Li Zhang, who's Chinese. Um, she is the current UFC strawweight champion, so the champ of my division. But she is a big 115er. This girl has to walk like 140. Generally, fighters walk maybe 10 pounds out from their fight weight, you know, and cut down. Um, but Wei Li Zhang, she probably walks like 140. I don't know how she makes that weight, but she looks good every fight she's got. Um, Shevchenko, that's it's been discussed and Shevchenko says basically, oh, she's not worthy. She hasn't been in the UFC long enough. Um, she only just got the strawweight belts um, against uh, Andrade back in August, I think it was. Um, but I think that fight would make a lot of sense. She's a fantastic striker, Wei Li Zhang is. And uh, I think that she could, in a different style than Shevchenko is, I think it would be a really exciting matchup. And honestly, I think that she might be able to beat her. Um, besides for that, Shevchenko's um, t- two... She's got three losses. Two of them are to Nunez, who's a weight class up. I would love to see them rematch, but honestly, like, Nunez probably walks 150. Shevchenko walks actually really light for a 125, or I think she walks maybe 130. She's not that big of a girl, as you said, Fred, for, especially for that weight class. Mm. So I, I don't know that it would make sense for her to rematch Nunez, but I think Wei Li Zhang, that would be a great fight. I'm hoping that uh, that they do that, and then Wei Li could be a, a double belt champ like uh, Nunez um, or maybe... Uh, Shevchenko would beat her, beat her up. I don't know. <laughs> Pivoting to the big event tonight at the Santa Ana Star Center. Yeah. Uh, everything starts at, what, like 2, 2 or 3? Three. 3. So 3 o'clock. So there's uh, the top, which is the Anderson fight, right? Yes. Okay. The main, main. And then everything below. But I don't know a ton about, about all these. I know about Diego Sanchez because he's from here. He, he, yeah. he works out at my health club. He's, he's a really nice guy at the times I've talked to him. But uh, otherwise... I don't know a lot, so so break it down for me. What what is the thing I need to make sure I don't miss, and then uh, what do you feel like is going to happen tonight in Rio Rancho? So there's a lot of um, New Mexico fighters on this card, so it's really exciting um, because the fan base should be really good for this, uh, showcasing a lot of fighters that um, maybe don't always get showcased like at the top in other UFC fights, mm-hmm. but there's so many fighters in New Mexico, so there's a lot of good ones on this card. Um, my teammate, Tim Means, he is the headliner for the undercard, um, so he'll be the last fight before we get to the main card. Uh, and he was supposed to fight a Russian guy, actually, when you guys were talking about that, but then that guy got injured, so they replaced him with, I think, someone from here. Daniel also. Rodriguez. Yes, and they signed him. And oh. so he, they're going to go they're going to go at the top of the undercard you said. Yes. So they'll be at the top of the undercard. Um he's always a really exciting fighter to watch like not just cuz he's my teammate like if you watch his fights like his striking's very unorthodox, it's very interesting. Uh, a lot of spinning back elbows, things like that. And he's been fighting in the UFC 16 years, so he has a ton of experience. Oh cool. So and he's been with my gym fit and HB the whole time. So that's obviously the fight I want to highlight. Um but the last so the Corey Anderson Blackovitz fight, um I don't know a ton about Blackovitz. I know that he just fought uh Souza, I think it was. And Corey Overtime Anderson, he's on a four fight win streak. He's always really exciting to watch. I really like his fighting style. Every time I've seen him fight, it's been really like an interesting bout. So um I'm sure the main card will be great. And but- Anderson had his number the first time they fought. So this is the rematch between these two. So it should be – I mean, I think a lot of people are predicting that Anderson might – well, actually might just handle this one again. But, but like I said, that's the reason you go watch. Like, I mean, yeah. Both of these guys are going after John Jones, right? Like these are – uh, Well, it's, it's, a, it's a different belt. 
Yeah, it's a different, yeah, weight, it's class. A different weight class. So yeah, it's a different, it's a different belt. But yeah, but get ready for that because it's going to be 10 on 10 on 10 on 10 on 10 minutes. It's just going to be the craziest thing. Uh, the gals, though, De La Rosa and Barella. So this is my favorite fight of the night. I think this is the one I'm going to like the most. Uh, Montana De La Rosa, she is a straight up gangster. So she <laughs> got she got beat up um, pretty bad by my ex teammate. Nico uh, Montano, who's uh, was the one that I initially saw in the Ultimate Fighter, um, the season where the 125ers went at it, and um, Montana like took a nasty elbow to her forehead, and it was like gushing blood. You could see her skull, and it's so funny because all of her interviews leading up to this fight, she's like, "I like to wear makeup when I fight. It just makes me feel confident." She's like a super girly uh-huh. girl, and she goes in this cage, and she like. It was like there was no cut to the bone on her face. Like she continued trying to win that fight. She continued going for submission. She's got great jits, um, pretty good grappling. It'll be really a fun fight to watch. Mar um, Mar Romero Barello, uh, I think yep. her name is. She's the favorite for this fight, but like I've got Montana all day. Her husband is also on the card. Montana's husband, Mark De La Rosa. Oh, oh a little cool. family that's affair. Cool. <laughs> so I like, and I tell you what, I think whenever it comes specifically like women's MMA, it's whoever comes out the gate quicker. It's like the person who comes out and just like like starts to bring the intensity. I feel like almost has like a like a two to one advantage. I feel like like you're gonna have a greater opportunity if you come out and just be quicker. And maybe that's not right. But that's just my armchair analysis. But but we'll see. I can totally I can totally get on board with that. I can totally agree with that. Except uh, when you get to the higher levels, and that's why I think when you say women's MMA, the thing is, is women's MMA is still in its infancy. Like mm-hmm. it's still pretty new. Like I mean, what? Fifteen years ago, there weren't even I mean women women fights, let alone women's divisions. Now we're at uh, three, four divisions in the UFC that are female divisions, and hopefully five. They'll hopefully add the one hundred and five soon. So I mean, it's starting to really grow. It's starting to really pick up momentum, and I think you'll start seeing more um, technical defending strikers, so like mm-hmm. people who can back up and still do some serious damage and like not get hit. Um, but that's going to be like maybe a minute. <laughs> Megan Penning, thank you so very much. What is your social media? At Megan Penning, M E A G H A N P E N N I N G on Instagram, um, or follow me on Facebook and. Uh, yeah, hopefully come see me fight soon. I'm supposed to have a fight coming up here in April, but I, I don't want to say anything about it yet until I sign the contract. Okay, so. <laughs> well, when that goes public, we will bring it to the listener. Yeah. Megan Ping, everyone, there's your UFC breakdown. When we get back, there's some weird stuff going on at spring training. Oh, my God. You're listening to ABQ Central on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Thank you. Back on the program. Van is showing Megan Penning out, so he will return momentarily as he reenters the studio. Be thinking of Megan Penning for coming in and kind of pre recapping and preview. She, she did them both. We did the UFC fight from from last week, and we're doing the UFC fights tonight. So Isn't she the best? She did so good. She's bees pajamas. Yeah, right there. she did so good. So we're gonna we took a little took a little picture together. We'll put that up on the social media here at the next break. Connor, welcome to the program. Great to be back. Uh, loved it. Long time listener. You t- oh my gosh. The- Fan of the show, Connor. It's not true. Now a producer of the show. Look at that. Truly. Look at that. Look at that. It's exciting to have you here. Well, thanks. And I dressed up like Waldo. You, d- so God, you do be- look weird, man. Yeah, we, fa- <laughs> we found you really fast, though. It's true. You do well, look. I've, you, know, I've, you know, I got this new sweater, and I've been trying <laughs> to get the new fit, and... You know, I've gotten a lot of. Com- I like to call them compliments. I've been called a Keebler elf. That's okay. That's, that's pretty not, good. No, and, pretty uh, good. not bad. You know, I'm a film major, so people get this. But 
Bill Murray from The Life Aquatic. With oh Steve my yeah, God, you beat me too. Yeah, too. you beat me too. I was going to say you look like a uh, like an extra in a Wes Anderson film. Yeah, I was going to. I was if William Defoe was younger and thicker. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> Old Connor there. Oh man. Pitchers and compliment. pitchers and catchers reported uh, last week. Van, so you. Uh, oh my gosh. You've been on a week long high, right? Yes. So excited. Oh, even what? even with all of the vitriol for my beloved Houston baseball Astros. It's not getting better for your boys. It gets worse every day, Fred. <laughs> every day is the worst day of my life. As an Astros fan. And not that- as like a real person in real life because uh I don't tie in my sports fandom to my actual homeostasis. But every time I open up the internets is that the kids are calling it these days? Uh, no. Connor, is it the internets? Is that what it is? Close, but no cigar. The interwebs. Sorry, I just get no. berated. I get text messages from numbers that I don't know. They call them, They call me a cheater. Like They equate me with the organization and the team that I have nothing to do with at all. They, they, they tie the behavior of complete strangers into my personality. <laughs> I didn't do it. Look, friends and family, look, city of Albuquerque, I didn't cheat. I didn't set up the cameras. I'm from Houston. I'm a fan of the baseball team. This this no way affects me or my personality or the way I treat people. You and I have access to the exact same Instagram. Sure. We have the show's Instagram. Sure. And you use it and I use it. Sure. And you also peruse Houston Astros everything all the time. All the time. So whenever I turn on the Instagram on my phone, all the advertisements, suggestions, <laughs> and they're all, uh, it's like it's like the old like YouTube like like leave Britney alone like crying sure. guy, except uh-huh. it's now made for the Houston Astros. It's, sure, it's so bad. Leave the Astros alone. Yep. they're good people. I I like the heel turn that the Astros have taken. Like, like a, f- a friend asked me the other day, like, are you ashamed of what they did? It's like, no. These are strangers. <sighs> I don't know these people. Just because I have a T-shirt and a jersey and I like to watch them play baseball, I have no emotional or real-life connection to this team. I'm a fan. Like, it's not my family. Like, I don't know these people personally. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. The thing is, Van. What, Fred? What happened? You're a fan of the Houston Astros. That is correct. I am a fan of baseball. Sure. So I hate the Houston Astros. As you should. Now, you are a fan of the Houston Astros. That is correct. And I am a fan of baseball. Sure. So you hate baseball. Yeah, well, I think I might be the bigger fan now. (laughs) Or maybe the Astros love it so much that they cheated. No, that's... They wanted it so bad, they were willing to do whatever it takes. Here's the thing about cheating. Okay. Valentine's Day was yesterday. Uh-huh. And there are so many people in committed relationships across this earth. Right. And so many of those people, I don't know what percent. Me being one of them right now. Well, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> Have not necessarily been completely faithful to those relationships. Oh, those people. N- that's not you. Who would do that? Of that, Alex- cheating has to be the greatest <laughs> thing of all time. Because yeah. why else would you do it? Why else would you do it? Because you're already in a committed relationship that is baseball. You know you're going to be punished for it. You know it's going to wreck your life. Here, when but you, you still do it. You send that text message. Here's the thing, Connor. It also comes up on your iPad. 
Aww. Like, that's how you get caught. <laughs> Houston Astros. They got caught by a YouTuber. Yeah, well, I think they got narked out by an ex-player. Well, there's that. Famous snitch Mike Fires. Who, by the way, the Astros opened their season at... At... The Oakland Athletics. Oh, the Angels. The, the Angels is what I meant to say. Yeah, then they go to Oakland. Same cities. It's going to be fun. Mike Fires will pitch against the Houston Astros in the opening series of baseball. You know who else is on the A's? <laughs> who else is on the A's? Ex-Astro Tony Kemp. No one knows who that is. Who just snitched on the Astros, too. Say when he came up from the minors, they tried to get him to be part of, air quotes, the program. And he had nothing to do with it. Good guy, Tony Kemp, did not cheat. That is also what I would say if I was a cheater. A cheater. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. You ever go out yeah. to, you ever go, all right, here's one. Okay. You ever go out to dinner? You used to be a dating man. You're in a committed relationship now. Right. Okay. So you go out to dinner with a, with a gal friend. But this is my uh, first Valentine's relationship in a while, Fred. Oh, congratulations. Usually, like, uh, by rule, I'm mm. usually single from uh, Thanksgiving to Valentine's Day, and then I open it up after that. That's when you take on callers? Yeah. Uh-huh. Speaking of callers, 505-246-0610. So, you go to dinner with a lady. Okay. You go to your local eatery. Okay. You have a really nice night. Yeah. Goes really well. Couldn't have been better. Speaking of dates, I think our Valentine's date was way more romantic than me and my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Which we'll come back to that. Okay. You then, the next night, you're going to go on a date again. Well, it's already your favorite local eatery. You just go back there with the new one. Uh-huh. Right? Sure. So this is back-to-back nights at um, uh, Connor's Bistro. Okay. Okay. But the wait staff says to you there, oh, it's good to see you again, Mr. Nunley. Yeah. She knows. Welcome back, Jessica. Number two. Whoa, no. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, 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 no. This isn't Jessica. Name dropping's not in the rule book. That's uh, what happened yeah. to your Houston Astros. They went to the same restaurant too many times on this thing. Sure. They got snitched out. Can't keep banging the same trash can. And if you do. Which is a metaphor I for get your it. life. I yeah. get it. If you do do that, you can't like let any of your players ever go to another team. Right, because that's keep, what sign him for a lifetime contract. You yeah. see what this uh, kid in Toronto did after he left um, the the Blue Jays for the uh, Mets. I don't know. We're gonna do that next segment. Yeah, we'll do that next okay. segment. That's an eight o'clock hour story right there. There's just so much uh, going on. Yeah. Ugh. I'm so excited for this year, Fred. It's gonna be so much fun. All of the signs and the chants and the trash can banging. It's been three months we've been talking about this story. Because it keeps getting new developments. Is it better for baseball? Are more people talking about baseball? Are you, are you uh, familiar with uh, legendary director M. Night Shyamalan? Uh, yes, I am. I, I saw that one movie. This Every three days, there's a new Shyamalan twist in the Astros cheating scandal. What that is, Connor, because you're so young... Is at the end, Bruce Willis was dead the whole time. What are you talking about? This hipster. Did you signs? Yeah, did you see his beanie? He knows M. Night Shyamalan. He says signs. That's the worst one. Signs is the worst one. (laughs) I don't know. Take that back. (laughs) It's got got Joking Phoenix in it. Oscar winner. 
Oh, congratulations. Good yeah. for him. Oscar winner. Maybe the worst speech I'd ever seen. Heck of a dude. Well, you're super cringe. wrong on that. Couldn't, as far as nonsensical goes, the nonest. Well, you know, he's, I think he was freestyling, but his heart was in the right place, Fred. No, it, I think his heart was in the right place. Brad Pitt got it right. Well, he had the one-liner. That's all you need. He brought that fire. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we've had this talk. Yes. Donald Trump speaks in 10-second blurbs. A lot of commas. Yeah. A lot of commas That's, and semicolons. You know, there was, a, there was a, like, a several-year period where a lot of people were focused on making America great. Sure. Now they're focused on keeping it great. Those are two easy messages. Right. I like both of those messages. Walking Phoenix says, well, I don't know. I mean, we're going to take calves from cows, and they're going to become heifers. And, yeah. and there's, What? What are you going on about here? Walking Phoenix. Well, he's, he's really into animal rights. So am I. He's a vegan. Well, I'm not that. You're not that. Well, no, I like to uh, exist with high energy levels. I don't want to watch calves cry either when you, they're stripped from their mother. Do you know how many times I've ever seen that? On YouTube every day? Zero times. No, I don't, I don't tune into you that. Don't, you don't Google calves crying? When I do, it's LeBron James after he lost the title in 2003. Nice. Sick burn. Oh, I'm so excited for this next segment. When we get back, baseball is weird. Get your finger on the mute button again, Vital. You listen to ABQ Central, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Van, I was a victim of a crime, Van. Again? Again. Oh, no. What is it this time? This one is of a digital. A, is it a love crime? Um, It would be a crime to love me. Oh, my goodness. No, this one was digital. This one was... uh love crimes. Okay. That Megan just stole my heart. Oh, she's the nicest. She's Me the best. Megan Penning. Oh, my goodness. Little little MMA uh, straw weight. She's a straw weight, so itty-bitty thing. Oh, I forgot to put that picture on. So, so at TalkABQ, I'll put that up. Yeah, it'll be it. Um, it'll be it. Uno momento. See that? See what I'm I'm a, I'm a become part of the culture. I've never been so entranced and in fear at the same time, yeah. Fred. No. Yeah. Well, and she she's a smart girl in in uh in the world of of MMA. I don't know if she knows anything else, but she she knows that. So that is a fun thing. I was a victim of a crime. I'm sorry to hear that. What happened? All three of my credit cards frauded. My goodness. At the same time. Jokes on them. You're poor. Well, right. Yeah. Well, and I tell you, I got the best little credit union in the whole wide world. And, and oh, we're about to have a talk with a credit union next week about some radio stuff. Yeah. So I'm going to sing my praises towards them. But probably got better protection than yours, apparently. Well, that's the thing. None of my dollars got away. Oh. But all of my numbers got away, like my card numbers. Right. So they were like, um, my, my banking institute in Capital One, they're like, hey, we're just going to cancel everything. We'll send you new ones. Oh, okay. That's like, yeah, that's, that makes perfect sense. Comcast calls me yesterday, says my payment didn't go through. P&M calls me two days ago. They said my payment didn't go through. Right. So now I have like all these like little headaches. Right. And by the way, I can't get any, I don't have any cards. I can't get any money. Right. Like I, so I'm, I'm like on E in the car. I'm like, oh, it'll all work out. This is, and I kept doing nothing. Yeah. This is classic me. So anyway, so. You couldn't even make payments to that guy who has those compromising photos of you? Uh, he didn't get his payment either. We got a deal. Yeah, yeah. where's my money? Yeah, there's a <laughs> <laughs> classic Connor. Oh, Connor. Classic. Look at you. 
And they mail it to me. They mail me the new card. Oh, that takes forever. Well, and here's the thing that takes even longer is finding the key to my mailbox. Oh, no. So I can't get into my mailbox counter because I don't have my key. And here's the thing. I can't go to the post office to get a new key because it costs $40. And I can't get the $40 because my card's in my mailbox, which I don't have the key to. It's 2020. Why do we even use paper? Why? Why are you, why are you mailing me stuff? Put so- the robot key in my hand. So then, yeah. yeah, right. So then I try to get Apple Pay, and I'm going to just link it to my bank account so I can do my little phone at the thing. And then my sure. credit union, which, by the way, I just praise for being tremendous. Right. They won't let me link Apple Pay to my credit union. So I couldn't even Apple Pay at the Panda Express. So then I had to download the Panda Express app, set up my PayPal on the Panda Express app to get the Panda Express so I could eat it alone by myself on Valentine's Day. Or you could just cook some broccoli yourself. How would I have bought it at the grocery Those store? extra steps. I don't have a physically a dollar on me. Aww. These are the first world problems that I deserve. I'm, I'm really into how you bought Panda Express with PayPal. Like, <laughs> as, as a poor college student, that you've, you've actually flexed on me. Yeah. Because I didn't know the card wasn't going to. I thought it was back to working. Because I wasn't really listening whenever they told me it wasn't going to work. Uh, 246-0610. I, I was a victim of a... Some identity theft a few years ago. How did that work out? And it's uh, it, it was fine. Everything was fine. The bank had my back, but like it's it's so labor intensive setting up all of your accounts. It's unacceptable. The Amazons and the Ebays, everything, and all of the stuff. It takes so long. Too long. Yeah. The world of convenience that I live in has jaded me to any inconvenience. I would rather just like the person who stole my identity just like text them. <laughs> like, hey, 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 guy, hey, guy in Russia or India or wherever you are. Where are you at? Can you, can you mail me a pizza? Yeah. I need, yeah, here's what I need. You listen, I know you got my credit card number. Yeah. Can you, like, just order me a pizza? Domino's has my address saved. Vladislav or whatever. Shashank show. Good dude. Joining the program, Don. Good morning, Don. How are you, my friend? Don, we missed you. Good morning. Yeah, double oh, good morning, Don. What's going on, buddy? Oh, not much. I'm enjoying your show with my breakfast as usual. Oh, Thank you so much. I you... wanted to uh, talk to Van for a second. He's the Houston Astro fan. That's correct. Yeah, listen, uh, I've got a, I got a real whopper of a Alex Bregman story for you, non-cheating oh, story, all right. if I may, real quick. Yeah, no, do, please. Uh, I go back with the Bregmans a little ways. I, I, between 2005 and 2011, the Bregman family owned a pro basketball team here in town called the Thunderbirds. Oh, I remember. I, yeah, I've been to games. D-League to the NBA, Sam and Jackie Bregman. And I met Alex. I think he was 10. He was coming to the games. And I was fortunate enough to hang around. I shot pictures for him. I kind of got close to the people there. In 2009, I was in the, the front office of the Thunderbirds uh, that summer. They had a strip mall office over on Manal, just east of uh, San Mateo. Okay. And I was in there one afternoon with uh, the coach who hung around that summer, Coach Cofino, and we were going out the door down to the Burger King to get a lunch. Mm. And Jackie Bregman and little Alex came in, Alex in tow, and he immediately wanted to join us for breakfast. And we thought, I mean, for lunch, and we thought, come on, let's go. So we're all, we walk over and we're all at the Burger King on San Mateo, and we talk a little baseball. He's 10 years old, starting his high school career, I guess. And it worked out real nice. It's kind of awkward, but. On the walk back, he said something that I thought was just phenomenal. He said, Coach, did you see, this is 2009, 
He said, Coach, did you see where Strasburg signed with the Nationals? And he got a $2 million signing bonus. Pretty good money. And I thought, that's, that's, yeah, that's strange for a little 14-year-old at the time, 2009, you know, and I thought, whoa. Then I thought, okay, that's a sign of the times. No big deal. Ten years later, fast forward ten years, 2019, okay, I'm coming in uh, to watch the World Series. I'm, a, I'm not a big baseball fan, but I know a little. I'm coming in to watch the World Series. I got a Burger King by the house. I get my drive through Whopper combo. Stay got in the Burger game King. going. And I'll be damned if it's not Strasburg on the mound. Whoa. I never saw the guy before. Well, no, that's what I'm telling you, Don, is what you're missing. And thanks for for taking the call, Don. Whenever I was coming up in high school, it was LeBron James was on TV as a high school basketball player. I shouldn't know who LeBron James is. That shouldn't be a thing in my life. Sure. Teenager LeBron James. Teenager LeBron James. High school student LeBron James. You know what he's doing today? He's the coach, uh, starting point guard, starting shooting guard, starting power forward, starting small forward, center, and GM of the Los Angeles Lakers. Right. He owns seven titles. Big things. With one thing. But no, that's a th- the times have changed, Don. That was a really good point and good call. I, because- thought, I thought Don was going to tell us that he uh, banged on the trash can at Burger King. Yeah, as I, as Don saw it coming. And he's he saw- like, hey, I saw this 12 years ago. He saw Alec Bregman and perk up and go. Man and Fred. Could that be something? He's, he's been banging on trash cans for years now. That's too funny. The and the, the thing about like motivations for sports, right? Are they who wants to grow up and be the lowest paid professional athlete? Well, no one that's striving for professional athleticism. But if you're in the mix, you don't even care. Like you're doing, you're following your dream. Yep. You're, you're playing at the top tier. But yeah, I think gosh, money is such a motivator. It's 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 the number one, right? Like. You will do literally anything to make cheddar. Well, I mean, for you, maybe, Fred. For me, it's the love of the game. No, it's not. Yeah, it's the love of the game for me. Like, m- money's not an issue. I'd go out you know? there and do it for free. Like, us us sitting right here. Like, we, I mean, we, we do so well at this job, <laughs> and we're, we're so well compensated. But, I mean, if that's not what it's about for me, you know? It's just the love of the game, for real. Major League Baseball just raised salaries for minor leaguers. As they should. The minimum now is something laughable, like thirty grand. Uh huh. It's going to be forty-six grand. That's pretty good. That's not bad. Yeah, it's pretty playing good. baseball. Yeah, forty-six thousand dollars. Not bad for six months' work. No. Yeah. It's not bad at all. I'd show up. Yes. Yeah. Go down to the. I'd go. Where, where, where's a? Uh, where's like a famed minor league? That's almost what I get paid for a year of work. And I got to do real work. I just don't get to play a kids' game. That is almost what I get paid for a year of work. And I have to work all year round. You got to work year round. I have to work tomorrow. It's a Sunday. Oh, I'm sorry. After I work at this job that I choose to have. On the Sabbath, Fred? That's God, no. How dare you? Stop saying things like on the Sabbath what? every time I have a problem. Oh, okay. That's not, that's not how that works. You know who else just got a new job? Who? Bartolo Colon. Oh. Signed with the Monclova Acerios. Okay. Say that again, please. Uh, Mexican Baseball League. Bartolo Colon is uh, headed to Mexico. 47 years old, this boy. Premier athlete. He's taking his talents to way South Beach. I really can't pronounce this. Okay, let me let me read it. Hold Ace on. Rose. <laughs> Help me, Connor. I was like, spell it. If there's two L's, it makes a Y There's sound. zero L's. <laughs> no L's. Why did I hear an L? Hold on. Where did Big Sexy go? The Ace read it for you. Rose. 
Okay. Defending champions of the AAA circuit. Monclova Acerios. Acerios. Yes. Acerio. Acerio? <laughs> 247. I don't know what that word means. The number of pounds it of Bartolo It just reminds me Colon. of that Phil Collins song. Bartolo Colon is the number of wins in his career, 247. No, he weighs way more than that. Ah, uh, well, close. He's, he's catching up. He's gigantic. But good. I mean, that's a dude that's been playing literally my entire life. He's been playing baseball as long as I've been watching baseball. 20-year career. Hey, uh, the Acerero ah. is a steel maker. So a uh, steel maker. So it's uh, the Steelers. The Mexico Steelers. Well, there you go. There you have it. He's, he's down there uh, throw, doing a little Kenny Powers. A little Kenny Powers. <laughs> when we get back from break, Antonio Brown apologizes. Miles Garrett. He's, well, he just keeps saying crazy stuff. I got a new favorite baseball player, Fred. You want to talk about him when we come Gosh, back? Gosh, I don't. <laughs> you want to talk about him when we come back? Huh? You're listening to ABQ Central on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. All right, Van. I'm going to let you run wild with this one. Oh, you want me to talk about my new favorite baseball player? Who was involved in a carjacking? Yes, he was. Toronto Blue Jays legend Reese McGuire got into a very sticky situation, Fred. Oh, God. Okay. Tread real lightly here. Okay. Kid gloves. Toronto Blue Jays legend Reese McGuire got in trouble, Fred. Okay. He had a little bit of police involvement. Yeah, arrested. He was arrested. <laughs> arrested. Arrested. When was this, two days ago? This would have been two days ago. Two days ago. According to one TMZ, who, by the way, hey. does not miss the mark. It, it happened on my birthday. Okay. Oh, happy birthday, Van. Thank you. Missed that in real life. Missed it on the show. Yeah. I uh, won a bet with myself. I made it this far, Fred. Ooh. Yeah. Didn't think I was going to do it. The here, old, oldest you've ever been. Here we are. Here I am. Rocky like a hurricane. Here you come. Toronto Blue Jays legend, Reese McGuire. Okay. Had a little police interactions in a Target parking lot. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Mr. McGuire had some business to handle. All right. And uh, he couldn't wait to get home. So he was there with his Reese's Pieces. So yeah, he was uh, in the parking lot. All right. And there, uh, the cops showed up. Yeah. I mean, why would they show up to a guy in a parked car, Fred, you might ask? Apparently, he was doing some inappropriate things that one should do in private. Pra I mean, practicing the knuckleball. Yeah, he's working the knuckleball. He was uh, manhandling the ham candle. Oh, gosh. You heard that one? Manhandle uh, the ham candle? And this was at his home? No, no, no. He was in a parked car in a parking lot. Outside of spring training? And then some uh, lovely people from uh, the great state of Florida. Ugh. Florida man strikes again. Gosh. Alerted the police that the young gentleman is handling some business in his own car in a parking lot. So here's the thing about Florida. Yeah. Okay. In Florida, they, they don't have the laws that protect you until you're convicted. Sure. So when you're accused of a crime in Florida, 
all over the interwebs. Anyone can grab that. Yep. So all of these Florida man deals you see from Tampa, Orlando, Tallahassee, Pensacola, all those, Jacksonville, sure. all of the Miami, all of those are alleged. Right. Yeah, accused. So you're saying... He was sitting in his car. The count was two balls okay, and a lot of strikes. Okay. A lot of strikes. We're going to stroke. Yeah. <sighs> he was outside of a grocery store. What? Okay. He was waxing the carrot. <laughs> this is... Was the grocery store pertinent to the story? Not at all. <laughs> Just clarifying, thank you. So, uh, you know, TMZ, as you said, they usually get it right. They usually get it right. So they, so okay, so she, TMZ here, who doesn't choke like McGuire chokes up on the bat, yeah. they or chicken, depending they on where you're from, say yes. So he's on a one man play. He apologized, guys. He so said he got, he got arrested <laughs> for it, and this is what they call it there. Exposure of sexual organs. Yeah, I should not have done that. Yeah. It was a day off spring training. Yeah, he, was, um, he was right down the street from his house. Be an adult. Yeah, this is just okay. unacceptable. He said, I should not have been doing that. He says, gosh. Yeah. The thing about Florida Man Van. I'm sorry. You don't- I'm so sorry. This is really embarrassing. I really shouldn't have been doing that. You don't say, Reese. Have you been... Man, this guy's a handful, am I right? Have you been... Okay. Have you been to Florida? He's a baseball player, but he was, uh, you know, boxing the one-eyed champ, yeah? The Daytona 500 is tomorrow. Have you been to Florida? Yeah, it's a great place. Where have you been? Uh, Miami. Okay. Miami and South Beach. Near Fort Lauderdale, just so you know. I've also been to the Panhandle in my youth. So, I've been to Florida as well. I've never met Florida man. But you read about him a lot. All the time. Yeah. Do you believe he actually even exists? We talking conspiracy theories? I'm just asking you. I do have a theory on this. About Florida man. Yeah. For example, like, you know, Reese McGuire in the parking lot taking his talents to South Beach. I think Florida man doesn't exist. I think Florida is scared that they're going to turn into California. And all these Florida man stories, all the flocka, flocka, the flocka stories We're about bath salts. Flocka doesn't exist. People eating faces on bath salts doesn't exist. So you believe that Florida, in an effort to keep out who, has allowed there to be a national perception of right. Florida in a certain light? It's the Florida real estate market trying to keep prices down. They don't want people. No. I was going to say the same thing, actually. He, no. He's right. Guys. Yes. Thank you, Connor. No. Once you said conspiracy theory, I'm like, oh, I got you. No, yeah. What? Florida doesn't want to turn into California. So they just keep. That's why they have the the uh, the law where you can just put the stories out before a person is convicted of a crime. I'm telling you, crazy stuff happens all over this great country. I, I don't I don't see the good stories that happen from Florida. I mean, we never hear about Kansas man or well, no. Salt Lake City man. I promise you those exist. There's a listener right now from 50 states. Okay. Albuquerque is a is a transplant hub. And they right now will be like, oh, Florida man. Hey, let me tell you about Wyoming guy. Right. Because that is a thing. Well, to answer that, you're absolutely right. But 
Actually, you know, I can't refute it. I thought I could. No, you can't. No, you can't. It's true. Now, it's not like where I grew up. We're like, if you if we call my dad on air right now, okay, and say Randall, sure. What is your hobby? Uh huh. He would say, I don't know, just tracking Florida, man. No, <laughs> I fix. I go out and mend the fences. I'm on the farm there because that's what like Central Illinois man does. But Florida man, did you hear these places that I named? I'm really excited for Reese McGuire's trial. <laughs> There's Ellip- not going to be a trial. Ellipsis. He's just going to pay the fine. His lawyer told him not to badger the witness. <sighs> Connor, I said badger the witness. That's not... <laughs> I am a Wisconsin fan. Yeah, How okay. did you know? Uh-huh. The things you're saying are not things that apply. Okay. DIY legend Reese McGuire. He's going to be on HDTV? No, he's going to be on ESPN. He's a baseball player. DIY show? Yeah. That seems to be everyone's secondary secondary source of income is to have an HDTV flipping house show. Yeah. I mean, we could do it. Flip something. We'd be hilarious. Make make those little, like, uh, minimalist living vans that everyone talks about. You mean tiny houses? Yes. Sure. <laughs> that is. On, on wheels. Of, on uh, wheels. Tiny house on wheels. Yeah, Just, it's like fancy word for recreational vehicle. Well, here's the thing. If I park my tiny house on wheels in a Target parking lot, no one is going to arrest me. He was down the street from his house. Minutes away. <laughs> I can't, dude. I can't, dude. Sir, can we check your cell phone history? Can we check your browser history, sir? Oh, my gosh. You just hear, you just hear, like you're in the car. You hear, he <laughs> hastily covered his region with his t-shirt. No, and he had his sweatpants around his ankles. No, and he got out of the car. No, got out of the car. No, and he was cooperative. Did not deny the allegations. He really didn't have a chance to deny the allegations. Because as the police, the Pinellas County Sheriff's Office reports, he was still engorged upon exiting the vehicle. Try to talk your way out of that one. This is just the worst thing that's ever worse. It's so funny. And he didn't didn't have the wherewithal to close his phone. And he had... Nope. I don't want to know. Quotes extremely pornographic video playing on the screen of his phone hey fred have you ever heard of the the florida man game no what is the florida man game the florida man game is you just put your birthday and florida man oh sure into google yeah it's a real thing and yeah then you're that florida man yep when we get back we're gonna talk a lot less about oil in the mitt you're listening to abq central on 95.9 fm and am 610 the sports animal There were still adult videos playing no, on his phone. No, but. we're not going to talk about this anymore. I'm glad it was adult videos, to be honest. It would be, yes. be worse if it was like Blue's Clues or something. It wouldn't be that. I would be way more worried about him. Major League Baseball changing the rules, Van. Are they now? Changing the rules. Oh, no cheating? You can't cheat anymore? That's what <laughs> I'm glad they finally outlawed that. The active roster limit will increase by one. Okay. Okay. So you could have 25, 
Now you can have... 26. 26. Yeah, that's the next number after 25. Okay. Okay. And then it will drop from 40, right? Mm-hmm. So it was at 40 in August. I guess they changed it last year, didn't they? Yeah. Last yeah. year was the first year. Now it's 28. At the, a, to end the season, you can have 28. So that's like September. 40 people's a little aggressive. That was too many. That's I, too much. Dugouts aren't that big. Well, I mean, if you got like three or four people like banging on a trash can and then like <laughs> two two other people throwing up gang signs in a dugout and a couple other people whistling, 40 people's a good number. You used to be able to have 26 if you were doing like a double header. Sure. They let you bring one out for a day and yeah. blah, blah, blah. Now bring, you can do 27. Hey, bring up the kid. That What does that mean? The kid wants to play today. We need an extra. You remember at the end of some games last year? Yeah. Be big blowouts, and they put in like a third baseman. It's a nice wallet, Fred. Oh, thank you. I use it to hold my money. You're a trifold guy. I see. I'm a money clip guy myself. Well, we live different lives. You, you got all these cards in here. You can't use none them. of them work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Major League Baseball says position players okay. are, are now prohibited from pitching through the ninth inning. I hate that so much. Unless the players' team is winning or losing by six or more runs. Ah, uh, that's fair. Can we talk about my boy, Atani? Oh, please. What's he going to do here? I'm excited. What's he going to do? I'm so excited for this. He going to be able to get out there? He's I don't really know how the rules work. Also, let's see you come in to pitch in relief. Tony La Russa started this thing about a million years ago where he would bring in a pitcher for one batter. Uh-huh. Kind of kind of led the kind of led that ideal sure. in the late 80s. The loogie. They call it a loogie. There you go. Yeah. Start with one What's that kid's name? Dennis Eckersley. He's like, okay. oh, well, you know, let's do saves now." He's a righty. Let's do saves. Uh-huh. But now, according to Major League Baseball, if you're going to come into the game, you either have to face three batters, correct? Or Finish a half inning. Finish a half inning, yeah. So if you come in and there's only one out to get, and you get that one out, well, cool, you get the good day of work. Right. Cool. But if you come in and there's zero outs to get. Right. Well, you know what I mean. Yeah. Three to get. Yeah. Well, you you got to face at least three batters. I'm not crazy about it. I don't love it. I'm not crazy about it. I don't love it. Because what if your dude's getting shelled? You walk a guy, you get a hit, someone drops a bomb, you got three three earned runs, no one gets out. You're gonna feign you an gotta injury. leave him in. You're gonna feign one. You can't yank him. Does the intentional walk count? I don't know. I couldn't find it. Yeah. Because do you even face that guy? It's a dumb rule. Dumb rule. Dumb rule. So they're gonna obviously they're gonna put it into You got this one wrong, MLB. Oh, another thing Rob Manfred got wrong. Oh, he's Good doing, job, buddy. He's doing so bad. You put in effect in spring training, so you start start seeing that. Yeah. Here's what I'm telling you. You want to speed the game up? There's some things you could do. Sure. Pitch clock. Okay. Do that. Yep. Hey, stay in the box, dog. You don't got to step out of the box after every bat. All right. You know how much time I've just shaved right there with those two things? Right. We're down 30 minutes. I'm not joking. So a game just went from... What's a realistic Major League Baseball length of time for a game? Three and a half hours? Three and a half hours. We're down to three hours already. Okay, cool. Hey, you know what else we could do? They'll speed the game up a little bit. Let's get rid of replay. Just get rid of it. 
Yeah. Take it away. You hate replay so much. I hate replay. It is taking excitement out of my life. Here he goes again, old man slow in his rocking chair in his front porch, waving his fists at the kids in their fancy replay. Yeah, because I hate them when they just they <laughs> run up and show it to me for no reason because I'm trying to watch a game. <laughs> but you know, uh, we, you know what? We already made the call out there. Forget it. That's what you got to say. Look, me and you both love baseball. Sure. I, and I love it. We're baseball fans. Yes. And there's millions of us in this country. Well, a couple. We're a dying breed, but there's so many of us. Baseball takes three hours, okay? Football is a 60-minute game that takes three hours. Basketball is a 48-minute game that takes three hours. Hockey is a one-hour game that takes three hours. Baseball is a three-hour game that takes three hours. This is how long it's supposed to take. You don't speed it up. You don't slow it down. This is the game. Go play, go play church league softball if you don't like the game. Do I need two minutes between every inning? Not really. No. No, you don't. You, you remember growing up? Hustle out on the field. There have been times when you're playing youth baseball, Connor, when you get out to the outfield and you're not turned around in time as the pitcher's throwing his first pitch. Look at the way Connor's dressed. Was, he never, he never played kid. baseball. Get out of here. How dare you, <laughs> Shots fired. Truly. He played right field. It's important, you know. Oh. Shortstop. That may be true. <laughs> the point we're trying to get to here. Hey. I will put a shuttle in from the bullpen. I will get you a little golf cart to get sure. you out to the mound faster. Yeah. These are little things I will do to make the game better. You don't have to play inner Sandman and walk out slowly or shipping up to Boston. You know what I do hate, though? Other side of this coin is like okay. the reliever who runs full speed out to the mound and he's just blown up before he even throws the first pitch. Right. And he just gets rocked and then he can't believe it. He runs off. <laughs> Here's maybe why, guy. Because you don't remember to breathe when you run. Right. Dummy. Pretty important. I just hold my breath. That's You're what I'm saying. <laughs> don't. Breathe. You're talking about speeding up the game, Fred. They have a really important new rule where uh, managers now have only 20 seconds to decide a challenge instead of 30 seconds. So there's there's shaving off in half an hour right there, buddy. That's real, though. Because if after every single play you have to give someone 30 seconds to think about if they want you to think about it again. Sure. You know how long 30 seconds is? Let's sit here in silence for 30 seconds and see how many people stay on the program. <laughs> Thanks for hanging with us, by the way, loyal listener. Appreciate you. I think it's my parents who are listening. They are listening. For sure they're listening. So RIP to the 40-man roster. That's done forever. That was dumb. That was dumb from the get-go. That's too many people. 28 total players in September, 14 total. Some 67-year-old manager can't remember 40 people's names? Are you kidding me? Teams can now designate. Okay, it makes more sense why they have numbers. It's a, yeah, it's, yeah, that's why they have numbers. Yeah, they started that in the, right, get over here, 40. In the 20s. Hey, put your glove on, 40. <laughs> You're going in the left field. Hey, where's 63? Plus, where's that kid at? And we went back down to the minors? Hey, we need 63 today. Yeah. Call him back up. Put him out there. What's his name, Rick or yeah. something? My, I, don't, I don't know. All right, let's put the minor league guy on third. And then I'm going to watch the replay. What? 
Where's my dip? Teams can now designate two ways. Hey, 27, where's my dip? <laughs> Your Carlos Beltran was spot on. <laughs> That's not what that is. Teams can now designate two-way, designate two-way players who won't count towards the pitcher limit on rosters. Hey, we qualify. Were, we were two-way players uh, on uh, Valentine's You're Day. You're talking about our impromptu date again. Yeah. <laughs> Check it out on the social media at TalkABQ. We did have a lot of fun thinking of the San Diego Star Center. So, if you have 20 major league innings pitch or at least 20 major league games started a position player or DH uh-huh. with at least three plate appearances – in each of those games, for the first year, you're now a two-way player. What does that mean? It's, they're just making stuff up. Hey, I can't wait until we're 15 years from now and you and I are doing radio. We're going to say, oh, well, it's time for the Hall of Fame vote here. And, you know, the league traditionally has never put in a two-way player. Uh-huh. But now's the time that we're going to have to really open it up to specialization. No, Major League Baseball. If Ken Burns didn't tell me it's real, it's not real. Toronto Blue Jays legend Reese McGuire is a one-way player for sure. That... <laughs> Call that a callback in the industry, Fred. You're in the game. You're the EA Sports of radio. <laughs> so there you go. Major League Baseball, they're okay in it. I think the, the three batter minimum or into the inning is the, is the one you're going to notice. Fan. Yeah, not a fan. Not a fan. Not a fan either. There are things I like. I like the roster limitations. Same. Yeah. I like the idea that at the end of a game when you're getting blown out by six, all right, we'll throw a third baseman out there. Now, now I'm rooting for a score. That's one of my favorite things. Just, like, watch, just watching a guy just lob it in there. Right. Six. Yeah, a dude who hasn't thrown a knuckleball since like middle school. He gets up there and th- tosses a couple knucklers. Little rookie of the year floated in. Your backup right fielder gets on the mound. I like it. There's something about being on the mound too, right? Like, cause all the eyes are right sure. there. Oh man, yeah, I love it. And like, and when you play third base, let's say you're third baseman, right? You play third base, you know everyone can see you, and then you don't have time to react until that thing's happening, and then it's just instincts from there. Sure. I mean, Rick Ankiel could throw BBs in 2000. That's a two-way player. Yeah, ahead of the game, way ahead of the game, Babe Ruthian. But once the eyes started looking at him, he sailed that thing. He's in goalpost. When we come back, I hate Valentine's Day. Aw. You're listening to ABQ Central on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. So I thought my car would be okay, but I just left it all night? Uh-oh, what happened? No, it was okay. That shows you I just have common sense. The guy who doesn't is one Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett, again alleging. You remember Miles Garrett? Yeah, that was a fun day. He was a little, he's a Cleveland Browner. Yes. And what he had done was he had gotten in a fight with the with the third string quarterback of the Pittsburgh uh, Asiaros. Uh, yes, good job. So they got in this big fight, and Miles Garrett says, "We call me a name." He swung his helmet at him. So swung his helmet. Violently swung his helmet at him. Okay. Well, everyone else said no. <laughs> um, and loyal listener, the reason we bring this up is because it resurfaced. It's a new story. Came back out. Yeah. We didn't just hear about it. 
We covered it on the show when it happened. That's correct. Yeah. So Miles Garrett said the other day on Outside the Lines. What did he say? He said, no, he did it. Like, ah, come on, guy. Sticking with it. Like, no one is collaborating what you're saying. Yeah, even his teammates won't corroborate that statement. He was suspended indefinitely. He was reinstated this past week. Okay. I just I don't don't care for that very much. Yeah. Like you let you let bygones be bygones. You know, Fred, I don't have a reason to not believe him. I don't have a reason to believe him. Oh. That's a different thing than what I'm thinking. He's so, not going to get back his 1.2 million, which is what he missed in in game checks. Sure. That's gone. Okay. You know how you get that back? Be Where's a changed that? man. Apologize for my actions and behaviors. Where's I've been in a lot of situations in my life where I'm like, oh, this thing has made me uncomfortable. I'm unhappy. Where's Mason Rudolph from? You know what I didn't react to? Oh, Any of man. it. Where? He went to Oklahoma State University. Yeah. He's from Rock Hill, South Carolina. And? I mean, that's like the epicenter of N-bomb. No, stop. It's yeah. not. You don't, you don't put it past him? I... There is 0% chance. He kind of looks like a guy. No. Who's dropped an M-bomb before. He does not. (laughs) He's not Riley Cooper. Oh. He looks a lot like Riley Cooper, to be honest. With short hair. If Miles Garrett firmly believes that this was the thing that he firmly believes. Yes. Okay. But what I'm telling you is you eat it at this point. Right. Because you're not going to sway anyone. You're just not. I don't get what the big deal is, Fred. He just called him an N-word. No, Van, you that, do get what the big deal is. The N can stand for anything. Okay. It could, it could be N for nice guy. You're making me very upset. Okay, why? That's what it is, Connor. N, N, N is for nice guy. Right? No. That's not what it means? He was on Outside the Lines okay. with Mina Kimes. Are you familiar with her? Sure. Little broadcast gal. She seems very nice. I've never met her. But I know she's like went to Yale. Okay. I know she's like a top tier mind in sports. I know that. Okay. He says, eh, it happened. I can I can't really prove it. What? You know what you could prove? That you're a changed man. You don't beat people up when they hurt your feelings. Mm. You know what you're not allowed to do? After someone calls you a name, you're not allowed to hit them in the head with a helmet. You're not allowed to do that. Speaking of Yale, Fred, I got a joke for you. Okay. This guy's sitting down for a job interview. All right. Uh, Sure. And the interviewer says, I'm looking at your resume here. I think you're way overqualified for this job. It says here you went to Yale. And the guy says, yeah, that's where I learned to be a janitor. Okay. The joke there is jail. Yeah, it's a jail. It's a jail joke. <laughs> it's a jail joke. It's a jail joke. I said it was a joke. I didn't say it was a good one. Miles Garrett. <laughs> said, he would have went to jail. He's yes. He would have went in to, regular life. If he wasn't a professional football player. He would have went to Yale for uh, swinging a helmet at somebody. Miles Garrett hints that the NFL is covering up the audio of it. Hey. The, the, those giant satellite dishes that the dudes are holding on the sideline, like, don't they pick up every word that everyone says ever? Yes. Yeah. I've heard some really bad stuff on air. 
Lenny, welcome to the program. Lenny, thanks for tuning in. How you guys doing? We're doing fair, my friend. We're on the opposite sides of the fence on this one. Where do you stand? Well, 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 first, let me go back to specialized uh, two-way players. Back in the 70s when the White Sox used to do all those gimmicks at the stadium and the Oakland A's were doing their gimmicks. Yeah, disco night. And I have the cards that say it. Their player's position was pinch running. Oh, goodness. All right. Noted. What a gig. They bring him in late innings in the game, and all his job was to do was steal bases. A little Billy Hamilton, but but couldn't catch it. Couldn't catch it. Right, but no, not even worse. These guys never even saw the field unless they were walking across it from the dugout. <laughs> he should have played for the Astros. They do a lot of stealing. But, but that was that. That was actually their position on the card. Pinch runner. They just they spend the whole time in in the clubhouse, just like warming up on a treadmill. Yeah, like they don't even own yeah. a glove. I, that's all they did. It was, and they were part of the twenty-five, and they took up a space on the twenty-five man roster. Yeah. There you go, Reggie. Nice. Stop stretching. It's only the third <laughs> inning. But you don't got to stretch until the seventh inning. Chill out, bro. Well, sorry, Lenny. Did that incident with swinging the helmet? Yes. Yeah. Why didn't he complain right then that a racial epitaph was set? So I and said with at all the time. The players around right. him at the time, no one comes to his defense. Dude, you just got reinstated. So this kind of reminds me, to a lesser extent, of the non-apology the Astros gave the other day. Oh, here we go. They're both terrible. Twist the blade. <laughs> well, it is. I mean, this guy gets reinstated, and instead of just saying, I'm sorry it happened, I'm going to put it behind me, let's look forward to next season, he's still trying to blame the guy for something he did. And even if the guy did say it, I'm sure his players would have jumped to his defense without you having to go ahead and do WWE with the helmet. Yeah, absolutely. And it's not like he's accusing Tom Brady of doing it. They're accusing Mason Rudolph. As far as the NFL is concerned, Mason Rudolph is expendable, right? Yeah, you can get yeah, rid of a third. You can get rid of a third string guy. Not, well, for one thing, they're not going to protect any player for, with everything going on with a racial epitaph. And the thing there's about no, there's no place for that in any sport, anywhere ever. No, Lenny. Thanks for making the call, Lenny. Thanks for for taking the time with us because I'm I'm with you on this one. The what aboutism stuff, or or what aboutery, right? Is like it's 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 trying to prove like a logical fallacy, like against like something that has nothing to do with your with your action, right? So, and this is like big like Soviet Union propaganda. All right, you know what I don't talk about to the listener. Like, I have a degree in historical studies. This is literally what I wrote my thesis on, right? This is the one thing I know anything about in the whole world. Okay. This is it. With that said, our tactic is going to be to distract and derive from our action. Well, what about he can call me a name? Uh, what about I, uh, I didn't feel comfortable? What yeah. about? No. No, that has nothing to do with your behaviors. It's a logical fallacy to think that you can disprove the argument that you hit this dude in the head with a helmet uh, because I was upset. Like, yeah. get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Do not be a part of this thing, Miles Garrett. Here's what you say. You own it. Own up to it. Move on. Yeah. Hey, guys, uh, you know, I made a really big mistake. Obviously, um, you know, I feel it, you know, my pocketbook, obviously, $1.2 million, But, you know, I feel bad. My character feels down. Um I shouldn't let things like that. I should be a better man. And here's how I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it in the community. I'm going to do it helping some people. I'm gonna... That's what you do. I mean, does Miles Garrett like have a history of being a liar? Yeah, he's a weird dude. Does he? He's a weird. Does dude. he though? He does weird stuff. Man, I mean, that's a weird thing to lie about. I'm I'm not saying he, this one's specific, but I'm telling you, there's 
there's smoke on this fire. Sure. Yeah. Speaking of Antonio Brown, he's sorry. Oh, you don't say. His latest apology. Sorry for what? He didn't do anything wrong either. He's on the apology tour. <laughs> apology a, tour 2020. Say if if Nirvana. Antonio Brown's coming to your town. He's all apologies. And he picked Ben Roethlisberger out. Are you ready? Mostly, you a little bit of me. Yee-yee, I never realized how good I had it. Wait, I'm Got, sorry, rewind. Oh, I quote. Yee-yee, what is that? Is that Y-E-E, Y-E-E? That is correct. I Double see. exclamation point. Connor, what does yee-yee mean? Well, like, <laughs> it's you come when it, in here with your yee haircut. No, 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 no. Oh. It's whenever you're addressing a crowd. Okay. Yee-yee. Uh, and you're thinking of hear ye. Hear oh, ye. sorry. Hear, yeah. yeah. I never realized how good I had it. Got caught up in my emotion with everyone coming after me. I really apologize for my actions sincerely, man. It's never been another connection like what we've done in the past decade. I appreciate you. Picture of him and Ben Roethlisberger. Antonio Brown sounds just like you talking about your exes. Well, they're all very nice. You never know how good you had it. No. It'll never be that good again. You trying to bring up this Valentine's Day thing? (laughs) Yeah. Hey, you had a really good Valentine's Day date, by the way, Fred. You are again <laughs> talking about the day before Valentine's Day, the day after your birthday. That's one of the most accidentally hilarious things that we've done. Okay. And so we've done a lot of hilarious things together. Connor, we show up to this thing. <laughs> All right. We think it's a networking event. It's oh. at the St. Anna Star Center. I got you, yeah. They I- hand us a glass of wine. Uh-huh. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah excellent. <laughs> Great. Yeah. I- we, I have a tie on because I wear a tie every day. Sure. I have a suit. Because you wear a suit. Almost every day. We go in. There's like a little cheese tray. There's a brie. There's a chive cheese. Is there a yeah. charcuterie board? Yes. It was a charcuterie board. Oh, it was a charcuterie. Board. Check out Thank the you. social uh-huh. media. I was going to say, I actually did look at the social media. Thank you. And it looked really cute. It was excellent. And adorable. We were then um, ushered, escorted. Right. Into like... The most intimate little three-table dining room setting. Candlelights. Smooth jazz. There were multiple forks. <laughs> we had a bunch of forks. There is so, so many forks. There is That's crazy. six people at a table, four 21. forks a pop. There's 24. There, there was two dozen forks on the table. So we were confused slash misinformed. It was not that it was misrepresented because it said, hey, are you available tonight? But the second we walked in. There was like red and purple streamers and like <laughs> love. Love was a theme. Yeah. It was like, you know, your your favorite Aunt Karen's like household decorations were everywhere. Also in attendance, is that a word, at this thing, uh-huh. Andres Trujillo, the owner of the New Mexico Runners. Great guy. A friend of ours, friend of the show. Friend of the show. Was on, was on last week. He and his beautiful wife. So we're talking, we're playing, we're laughing, we're giggling, we Van and I are like, well, we don't know if we're going to stick it out. It could be a little thing. So then we sit down to OK Boomers. So it's us uh-huh. and two of the nicest. The nicest. They were just the nicest people. Sure. John and his wife. Don't remember. And Van tells them, without meaning to missing a beat, Connor. <laughs> my name is Van. It's really nice to meet you. This is my life partner, Fred. We met two years ago today. <laughs> Doesn't ask, tell me. Are you familiar with the digital application grinder because that's where we met two years ago today man that's a good friend you got a good friend with you fred you do he says he says (laughs) 
grinder. Like, oh, yeah, like whenever I built my log cabin and when I had it, and Ben says, no. No, 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 no. No. No, no, no. That's, so, a, that's a sander. We enjoy, that's different than a grinder. We enjoyed a five-course meal paired with different wines. Uh-huh. Provided by the St. Anne Star Center and St. Clair Winery. It was it was like a lot of fun in the I weirdest a, way. I had a great time. So then we Ubered down to another part of town. For all for my rich history of accidental dates with a dude <laughs> on Valentine's Eve. That's easily the best one. That's such a unique sentence. <laughs> Google that. Has that ever been said so, before? That's so it's precisely niche. Niche. accurate. Well, I had a similar one. It wasn't oh, a date. Did you? It wasn't a date, but me and my two friends went to uh, go see that that Parasite movie last night. Oh yeah, I heard about that. It's yeah. fr- um, I heard they shot it in Korea for some reason. I know it was crazy. <laughs> Should have just done it over here in America, or just here. It's cheaper. Yeah. But my buddy, he, uh, a couple of his uh, friends came from his uh, major. He's a chemi guy, and he's a like, cam guy. Is that what you said? Chemi. So, like uh, chemical engineering. Oh, oh okay. I was Thank more you. familiar with the one I knew. Oh, but regardless, my buddy goes, goes, oh, hey, he goes over, talks to him, and later he comes back, and they're like, oh, we didn't understand you guys were a thruple. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah a little yeah, polyamory yeah. there. A little. Hey. Was it, was I never it, knew that word, and I had to Google it. Where was it? it Was it subtitled or was it dubbed? Oh, it was subtitled. I would never watch dubbed. I would never watch subtitled. Huh. Two different well, people. You're not read. a reader, Fred. Don't read. Yeah, never. Not, not a big words guy. Never have I ever read a book. All right, yeah. It was a good program to today. Thank you to Megan Penning for coming out, breaking down the UFC. Yeah, she Friend knows her show. stuff. Friend of the show. Van, any final words? Uh, yeah, a bunch. Oh. Too much. We don't got enough time, buddy. Well, good job, everyone. GG. See you next week, Burke.